Northern Brewer is the proud sponsor of the Brewing Network's Jameel Show. They have the widest selection of domestic and imported malts and grain, hops from all over the world, and a full line of liquid and dry yeast. No matter what style of beer you're brewing, Northern Brewer has the ingredients you need, plus fast shipping and expert staff to help you make the best beer possible. Please visit northernbrewer.com for all things homebrew. I'm your host, Fat Albert, and I'm your co-host, Little Albert. <laughs> Round two. See, I think this is what was missing at the NAC, was they missed their, our between-show banter and, and our on-break on banter. Yeah. It, <laughs> and, and wild behavior. <laughs> we probably would have gotten thrown out of Cincinnati. Pro- well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I might have. I don't remember. <laughs> well, and then we wouldn't have been there to collect all those awards. Oh, Ooh. snap. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it wouldn't have mattered anyways. Good thing you were sick. <laughs> yeah. If I wasn't sick, yeah. it damn near would have killed me anyways. It would have. You'd have been sitting there just throwing up right there in the middle of the freaking award ceremony. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was, I was, luckily I was able to listen. Well, lucky, well, luckily, I don't know. But I was able to listen live. <laughs> lucky. Uh, to the uh, to the awards being broadcast and uh, yeah, I was I wasn't sure if I was in delirium or you know the the fever was too much for me yeah. or, or what. But uh, you're like, wow, twenty two beers, <laughs> twenty four actually. Did twenty four go? Yeah, I had twenty three, and then one I had an admin pass because something got screwed up. So you're wow. Excuse me. I thought it was 22, yeah, but 24. 24. Jesus. Yeah. At that point, you think you're like, you're a shoe and probably like, huh. Yeah, it really killed my percentage there, you know. Yeah, yeah you were just riding one, one out of 24. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a bronze. And the funny, the, the, the funniest thing is, uh, McDowell and I, every year, we're like, you know, I don't think I'm going to do very well. And then this year, I was telling him, I said, you know, really with the, you know, the regional thing being what it is, and you know, and and the and the beers that got selected. Remember, we talked about the beers sure. that got selected in the first round. I didn't really think were that great. Yeah. And I said, you know, every year we say, I just want, you know, one bronze medal. Yeah, you know, just give me something, just to get so something. that I can, yeah, so I can have something that I can keep my streak going. You exactly. know, every year get 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 a second round medal, which is really hard to do. Yeah, really, really hard to do. And great brewers, I have a hard time doing this, and so every year I'm just dying to just get one. Yeah, <laughs> just one, just one. And this year my prayers were answered. Yeah, <laughs> just the one. We got the one. It was in, a cider. In ciders. <laughs> Which is like, you know, it's like the next to the last category. Yeah. I was like, because we were all at the table, we were like, is he going to get shut out? We were like, this is something wrong. Yeah, no, you were all like, yeah, yeah, he's going to get shut out. I'm sure yeah. there were people oh, I'm sure cheering that, table that on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> in the yeah, well, you know, hey, yeah, it was something. Hey, I'm, I'm, I am pleased as punch to uh, have have taken a medal in the second round of yep. nationals. And uh, you know, uh, Tasty and I were talking about it beforehand, and I think I think you're you and I talking about it as well. And you know, I was talking about several people, and and one of the things is you know there are regional differences in judging. Oh yeah, and as much as we try and overcome that. Uh, and the BJCP tries to overcome it. It's just a, a reality. Sure. And, uh, you know, I, I've never done well in that, that part of the country. You know, uh, when, when the conference is in Chicago, <laughs> I think I had like 18 or 19 entries in the second round. Yeah. I got one. I got that like one silver or gold or something. Wow. That was it. Brutal. Yeah. So... You know, I wasn't surprised. I said, you know, I'm going to do terrible. I, I had no confidence in the, the ones that were selected in the first round. Uh, you know, I knew I didn't do well there. So, eh, so be it. So, let me ask Well, you. and then my, my entries, which were, you know, oh, yeah, percent. It, it, we I ended shipped up, those for you, by it, the way. And you, you did a wonderful job. Oh, Unfortunately, the transport company that we used, which will go nameless, uh, somehow forgot to take him off the truck and drove around in the 100-degree weather all day. The humidity in Hawaii. Uh, with the, uh, well, and it was really hot that day. Yeah. Drove around with them and then uh, then decided to deliver them. So. Wow. I was like, uh, oh, okay. That could affect them a little bit. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Glad all that expense went to shipping this and for that, that, yeah. that you know, quick delivery there. It's like $500 to ship that out there. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So, you know, it's just, uh, so... Shit happens. Yeah, and, you know, what are you going to do? You know, it's, it's the way it goes. It's, yeah, I got shut know. out. And I know, that's, that's brutal. My Doppelbach, dog. I know, that Doppelbach was awesome, too. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? Crying um, your sorrows. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's the way it goes. And in a way, in a weird way, I was thinking about it afterwards. I was thinking, you know, actually, this is pretty good because... You know, otherwise, I get people, you know, giving me crap about, oh, you know, you're always winning, you know, it's, un- it's, it's unfair, yeah. and oh, you know, look, he's got all these in the second round, oh, you know. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know, yeah. there you go. There you go. And uh, that's that's all it takes, it, you know. She goes to show you, you're not a shoe in with that many. I mean, there you go. You can win it w- with four beers if you're the great beers. Yep, yep. That's all it takes. I mean, and this year, it only took 12 points to win the Ninkasi. Yeah, and there are five ties. Yeah, five ties. That's crazy. That was a little unusual. You must, was, must admit, that was awfully odd uh, uh, kind of kind of results. That was really weird. Because it, uh, it all came down to the first round points at that point. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Geez. yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Well, and I had said that I thought Kristen would win it, and and I also well, and I also one time I said, oh, or maybe Gordon will win it. Yeah, and he did, and he did. There you go. See, and so well earned. Yeah, you know, part of it's uh, regional, part of it's uh, you know just uh, there's there's just a lot of factors in it. It's a very tough competition, yeah. and you know uh, you can you can do well or, or not. And it's just uh, you know you can't let that bother you, and you can't you can't make it. If you win, you can't make make it your your all of a sudden you think you're making the greatest beer in the world exactly. if you lose you can't by the same token think you're making the worst beer in the world right. you know don't don't That's let any do, of these things yeah. you know affect you one way or the other just try and focus on you know the 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 feedback you're getting and you know consistency if you can you place consistently 
and in a lot of different regions and a lot of different competitions and a lot of different styles, then okay, you know, then you're really mastering your craft. Right. You know, and it takes time. It takes a lot of work to, to do that. So, you know, if, if you didn't do well, you know, don't give up. If right. you did really well, great. Keep at it. But don't think you've, you know, somehow, you know, cracked the secret of the universe. Exactly. Because you, know, you get a gold. Yeah, it, it, takes, yeah. it takes a lot. And, you know... Um, yeah, you know, that, that, that's just the way it goes. Well, as long as you're making beer that you like to drink. Yeah. And, and it, you're you having like fun you're at it. Exactly. Fun. You know, have fun at it. That's a good word. And if you're not having fun at it, then, you know, give up or yeah. something. You're doing something wrong. Yeah. You have fun at it. If competitions aren't fun for you, then don't do them. Yeah. You know? You can get burnt out, too. I mean, it's, it oh, can yeah. be pretty competitive. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And, and you, once you lose sight of the, what's most important, great beer. Right, you right. Know? Having fun, yeah, just fun. enjoying it, yeah. you know, enjoying your friends and all that. And if you can't do that, then, you know, then, then it's messed up. Mm-hmm. It's really messed up. You know, I haven't brewed in almost four months. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a from, long time for Suffering you. from burnout a little bit. Yeah. And I just got back into the brew house yesterday. Yeah. And I cleaned 15 kegs. Uh, yeah. And I'm ready. Start you, brewing, but I'm need, brewing for beer that I need for the summertime and right. stuff. But, but you, like you need to uh, brew the, uh, the, the, uh, the uh, beer for the Nationals next year, the 50 gallons of uh, Flanders oh, Red. There you go. Aren't we doing that? I mean, well, I figured you'd do it. and I'd, I I'd, could do that. Oh, you pitch the bugs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay. I'd look at it every once in a while and taste it. You don't want to partake in that? I mean, you don't want to yeah. count down? That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, well, if I can. It, yeah, but please. you have to do it on Monday, right? During the day. Or I could do Sunday. from work. Oh, if we could do Sunday. That, that's yeah. a lot easier for me, yeah. Do you want to share well, what we might be doing with that, or... Yeah, well, we we'll get into it maybe next segment for the okay. people hanging okay. around okay. until the bitter end. Okay. Um, you know, one of the things uh, again about the the nationals, uh, the guy who won the best of show, Cream Ale. Yeah, he started out of uh, brewing classic styles. Was your own recipe? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And uh, I think he had sub- substitute hops because he uh, didn't have the hops. But uh, other than that, and uh, best of show with a Cream Ale. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, good, some good brewing and yeah. and. I tell you what was really, you know, it makes me feel good. Um, regardless, is how well people did, you know, with recipes that uh, you know they got from this show, advice that they got from this show, and uh, I in the last uh, you know week or two, I must have got you know three or four people emailing me saying I won best of show Whoa. with a recipe from your book, with advice from the show. Uh, you know, I got best of show. That's got to make uh, you feel good. Yeah, oh yeah, it's uh, great. You know, that's that's you know the win for me. I'll, I'll, and I'll, I'll tell you, you know, um, uh, not that not that I'm you know any, anything like George Fix, but you know when I was first starting out, I was learning from a lot of material and a lot of stuff that George Fix would post, stuff he'd write in magazines, his books, and talks he would give, and you know he was just a wonderful guy, and I learned all this stuff from him, and then. You know, when I won in competition, I would talk to him, and, you know, he was so excited for me. I thought, you know what, what a great well, yeah. guy, you know, how wonderful that is. And really, you know, kind of kind of being in a similar situation. Again, I'm not saying I'm, you know, anywhere close to anything like, like that great, great man was. But uh, I'm just saying it's it really makes you feel good to think that Absolutely. you may, may have had some small impact sure. and some small help. You know, for somebody, and some random thing that I said was yeah. somehow useful yeah. to somebody, and they they did well, and they're really happy about it. it makes me feel great. I I really love that. Well, that you're doing a really huge. Wonderful. You've contributed so much to the homebrewing community that 
worst case scenario, I mean, everyone's making better beer. Yeah, well, you know, that, that's not bad. That was, you know, kind of the thing we started with. It's like, well, you know, if people make better beer, then, uh, you know, everywhere you go, when people <laughs> hand you a beer, it'll be even better. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, cool. See, there's alternative motives. Yeah. 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 You're planning ahead for your, your kid's future, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I, I want good beer for my kids. That's my ulterior motive. <laughs> it's good beer for my kids, yeah. Well, we're doing uh, Belgian Blonde Ale. You got a, uh, a rundown on that for us? Oh, jeez. Well, let me let me drink something real quick here. OG or FG? Mm. Mm. OG. <laughs> OGs. Mm. Well, a Belgian Blonde Ale and the aroma should definitely get like a sweet Pilsner malt character coming through uh, with a balance of like a hoppy spiciness. Um, but it definitely has to be balanced. You don't want it to be like over the top. Um, and definitely some spicy phenolics from the yeast coming through. Uh, esters can range from, you know, lemon or orange. Uh, and visually it's light to gold color and very clear. Uh, and the flavor, it's got a smooth maltiness from Pilsner malt and uh, finishes relatively dry. It's got a warming alcohol flavor, um, which can show up in the finish. Um, the hot bitterness and flavor can either be spicy or earthy. Depends. I mean, with today's... Hop options, I mean, get creative, but um, you're definitely going for a balanced hoppiness and phenolics in this beer. Um, can also have um, orange and lemon-like esters coming through in the flavor, too, as well. Overall, it's a medium-strong Belgian ale with uh, subtle Belgian flavors balanced with a sweet malt flavor that finishes dry. And it tends to be more of a more approachable Belgian beer for most of those people out there that haven't really been exposed to a Belgian beer. It's more, not really, if you're going from a Pilsner or a like, lager, and you could probably very easily drink this Belgian Blonde Ale without a question. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. it's definitely a good summer beer, I think, for sure. Yeah, you know, it, it's got a lot of sweetness, uh, sweet sweet character to it a lot of times. And, you know, honey-like is what they describe. And the, the, the commercial example we're drinking is uh, got that kind of honey-like uh character to it but uh you know one of the things about belgian blonde is is that um, like you're saying somebody who isn't familiar with a lot of belgian beers this is fairly subtle fairly restrained it's not as uh restrained as say a belgian pale ale but again along the same lines it does it's not really over the top a phenolic. It's not right. you know heavily spicy with a lot of the, the yeast derived uh, phenols. It's got a you know a light uh, pilsner kind of nose to it, and uh, you know again a little bit of sweetness. But it finishes you know fairly dry, and uh, uh, you know it's it, it you know kind of light overall and and refreshing. I guess I guess for most people I'm pretty wimpy and. Uh, <laughs> You know, yeah, you are. Any any you know light refreshing beer is not uh, you know a seven percent alcohol beer for me. I think this. Well, seven percent if it's like Union Jack, then that's that, okay. That's a that's a summer quencher for me. <laughs> Fair enough. I think this Lefe, the your commercial example here, uh-huh. is awesome. Spot. Yeah, oh yeah. It's yeah. Uh, and 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 it's held up well in in its travel over here. I think it is such a re- it's a really nice beer. I do. Get that real sweet flavor that you're talking about, Jamil. Yeah, honey like. I like that. Yeah. I just wanted. To, I had to mention because you gave me a little glass. This is a really a good example. I think it, it tastes great. Yeah, it's it's the number one example in the uh, BJCP style, guys. Mm. It's spot on. Yeah, it's got a really great like perfumey nose going on. Kind of mm-hmm. a 
perfume. Your, yeah. yeah, it opens your nostrils up, and you're like, whoa. Well, part of that's the alcohol. alcohol. Okay. You know, the, you, you get some warming alcohol in it, and uh, uh, it can really kind of, you know, come through. Now, is that honey flavor and aroma yeast-derived or malt-derived? Uh, malt and yeast and, you know, uh, but uh, y- you know that sweetness that we, that candy-like sweetness we get from Pilsner malt? That's it, then? You know, it's, it's part, yeah. partly that as well. Yeah. Huh. So you would probably not even cut down the Pilsner malt with this. Just go 100% or something like that? Or Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you use? Um, well, I go, um, uh, you know, mainly Pilsner malt and then, you know, some cane sugar because you want it to dry out and okay. uh, some wheat malt. Huh. And that's that's pretty much it. A little mm-hmm. bit aromatic. Did you want to give the recipe now or did you want to? I want to take a break. Take a break. Let's do it. Yeah. After this break, uh, we'll get into the recipe, right? And uh, we'll be back right after this. <laughs> oh, crap. It's the hop shortage. He's in the basement. Oh, please. My triple decocted imperial pilsner. It's all gone. We'll never brew again. Damn this hop shortage. Damn it to hell. Boss is lost. Hop shortage? Who are you guys? Ich bin Doppelbach. Ich bin Und ich bin Münchener Helles. We don't need a lot of hops to be delectable. Now brew something malty. Use less hops, brew more beer. Northern Brewer has kits and ingredients for dozens of worldwide beer styles that don't require a lot of hops to make a great pint. Like the cool blonde Kolsch or the ponderously bottom-heavy Doppelbach. Keep drinking great beer. Order at northernbrewer.com and get flat rate $7.99 shipping anywhere in the contiguous U.S. One beer kit, $7.99 shipping. One million beer kits, $7.99 shipping. Together we can beat this hop shortage. Mm Mm-hmm. Now get brewing! Did you know that every day a brewcaster goes to bed hungry? Did you know that that brewcaster is silently calling for the help of people just like you? Do you know that every day the unicorn and the rainbow have to blow sailors for loose change? For less than the cost of a half-calf, quad-shot, venti, extra-hot, soy milk, triple-pump, hazel, low-fat foam, double-cupped macchiato a day, you can help starving adults in Pacheco. Your love can be felt for as little as seven cents a day. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate to sign up today for as little as $2 a month. Private first class in the BN Army. Buy your way up the ranks as corporal, sergeant, ranger, or colonel with an easy-to-do monthly donation that keeps brewcasters alive and your favorite internet radio station broadcasting. No donation is too small to help those in need. Can't you find it in your heart to share your love with a brewcaster? In return, you will enjoy the wealth of knowledge that comes with every episode of the session. The Jamil Show and Yes even that other show. Thank you for listening, and please sign up for your donation at thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate today. White Labs is a leader in pure yeast and fermentation services, serving the beer, wine, and distilling industries from worldwide producers for more than a decade. White Labs has three all-new vials for you to pitch this year, home brewers, so fire up your kettles, fill up your fermenters, and get ready for Cry Havoc, the signature yeast strain from Charlie Papazian. This yeast can ferment both ales and lagers and is great for bottle conditioning, too. Second, a cream ale blend of ale and lager yeast strains. This blend creates a clean, 
Lean, crisp, light American lager style ale. Last, a Belgian style Saison ale yeast blend. This blend melds Belgian style ale yeast and Saison strains to create complex, fruity aromas and flavors. Get complete fermentation quickly with this blend's spicy, earthy, and clove like flavors. White Labs, your brewing partner for great yeast. These new strains are available now for home brewers, breweries, and homebrew shops everywhere. White Labs, it's all in the vial. John's rocking out here in his This is a great song. Way. It's me grooving. Like they relax me. <laughs> it's your theme song. Yeah. Born on the bayou. In the bayou. In <laughs> the bayou. <laughs> yeah. Jenny, a place. On the bayou. On the bayou. That is me. <laughs> yeah. And oh. do you think Northern Brewer actually listens to the show and they know what they're they sponsoring do. here? I talked to him at Nationals. Yeah. They're awesome guys. Yeah. Big Thanks, fans guys. of the show. Oh, okay. I thank them Sweet. for the support. Chris Farley, the owner, is awesome. One yeah. of the best guys I I know in homebrewing. This overall great company, cool people. Just stoked for them. That's very. And cool. they had great beer on tap too. Yeah, yeah. I got to say this. I I just wanted to add real quick. I said thank you to them too, uh-huh. and they and they looked at me like. What? Are you kidding? What, what else would we you be sure, doing? Sure, they weren't saying like, "Who is this guy? Who's this homeless guy?" That, yeah, that could have been it. talking to me. It was the same kind of look. I've gotten it before. Yeah. People who don't know they, me, they, yeah. they didn't say something like, "We don't have any spare change." Or, are you Jesus? Uh, one of them now has a Bruce Strong shirt too. Ooh. Oh, came up. We had all our shirts out, and he and and he's like, "Oh, can I get a shirt?" I was like, "Yeah." Should have gave him one. I thought he wanted a, one of the the hop grenade shirts. He's like, "No, no, not that one." Ooh, I want go. the Bruce Strong. That's shirt. awesome. All right, yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they they looked at me like, "Are you kidding? What else would we be doing?" Oh, there you go. I That's tell you, those cool. are great guys. And I tell you, I I've actually been to their store. Nice store. Nice people. Yeah. Great products. Great prices. They got they got pretty much everything you need. Mm-hmm. And uh, great website. Easy to uh, navigate. Easy to order your stuff. Sure. They got uh, cheap shipping. Hell yeah! There you go. It's like a Eight dollar flat rate. I mean, that's a deal. Yeah, and uh, you know, make sure you you let them know where where you heard it uh, that uh, you should be shopping with mm-hmm. them. You know, uh, you know, we, we really haven't pushed that much, but I think because uh, we don't want to be really you know <laughs> jerks about it. But if you get a chance, you know, tell them that you appreciate uh, them uh, sponsoring the show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, you know, it, it it makes them feel good. Uh, it helps them uh, get a, a gauge on you know some of the value of of uh, the, the big pool of listeners that listen. So uh, there you go. Make well, sure we do it. It's it's kind of it was a little weird. I mean, I was walking around with a more beer shirt, mm-hmm. and I'm hanging out with the Northern Brewer guys. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't care. Not the at all. Be, no. More beer guys don't care. Either. Not at all. The two companies are just so yeah, full of good people. Yeah. Let's just spread the love. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah, more the merrier. <laughs> yeah. more, more good beer when you're spreading love. <laughs> M's words to live by. <laughs> yeah. In the can. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, so, uh, recipe for this style before we turn off the mics. Uh, original gravity, 1065. Uh, final, final gravity, uh, 1012. Uh, about 81% uh, apparent attenuation. 25 IBUs. Uh, 5 SRM for the color. Alcohol is 7% ABV. If you are an extract brewer, you're going to need to find yourself a quality Pilsner 
uh, liquid malt extract is important. Okay, you can't just use like regular two row. You need that pilsner, like John and I were talking about, that kind of candy sweetness that you can get from a pilsner malt. That's why you need a pilsner uh, malt extract for this style. And you can find it in Northern Brewery. You can find it in various places. Uh, well worth worth hunting down. You're going to need 7.75 pounds or 3.51 kilograms of a liquid malt extract. Uh, you also want to use a touch of uh, wheat extract, liquid malt extract, uh, 1 pound or, or 0.45 kilograms. And then you're going to use cane sugar, a pound and a half. And this is plain old table sugar when I say cane sugar. Or beet sugar, either one's fine. Okay. A uh, pound and a half or 0.68 kilograms. And if you get a, uh, a uh, malt extract uh, that is a little less attenuative, it's not finishing as dry, instead of using some of that extract, replace some of that extract with a little more table sugar. Okay. okay don't just add more table sugar. <laughs> Remove some of the malt extract from the recipe. Up the add sugar. add the amount uh, amount of sugar to end up at the same gravity, same starting gravity, and that will be a little easier for the for the uh, yeast to uh, finish up. If uh, let's see, and I'll, I'll let me finish it up. So your steeping grain would be uh, aromatic twenty love a half pound two twenty seven grams, a little bit of aromatic for steeping. Hmm. If you're an all-grain brewer, instead of those, the Pilsner and the wheat extract, you're going to use uh, 11 pounds or 5 kilograms of a continental Pilsner malt. And instead of the wheat extract, you're going to use a half pound or 227 grams of a wheat malt. You mash at 150 degrees Fahrenheit, 66 degrees C, or lower, uh, you know, if, if you're uh, having trouble getting it finished dry. And uh, you are going to want to do a 90-minute boil to drive off any DMS. That uh, you know these pills are malts, right. low kill malts. There's uh, a lot of SMM, and you want to boil that uh, for 90 minutes. As far as hops, Halitau, four uh, percent alpha acid pellets, 60 minutes, 1.6 ounce or 45 grams. The reason we use uh, kind of a noble hop as our bittering hop and a lower alpha acid hop as our bittering hop is some of that hop flavor will come through in the flavor and the aroma. And it's real subtle. And that's the kind of hopping that this style deserves. When they talk about a little bit of hop in the aroma, they're not talking about adding late hop additions. They're talking about using something like a Halitau hop and uh, having that come through mm-hmm. because it was used for the bittering. Because there's, there's not a whole lot there to, to, to mask that hop character. Sure. So I wouldn't use a uh, you know, high alpha hop and something like that. You want to get a little bit of hop flavor. So if you did use a, let's say, a high alpha hop in a tiny quantity, maybe you'd do like a 30-minute addition, just a tiny bit of halatau uh, or something like that, too, okay. uh, you know, if you're having trouble sourcing it. Okay. But you need some sort of noble hop in there. You could use a variety of things, tat or uh, sauce or something like that would be okay as well. For yeast, I like uh, White Labs WLP 500 Trappist Ale hmm. or Y Yeast uh, 1214 Belgian Ale. And, uh, you know, dry yeast, I just don't think you have an option on this. Not at all. You know, it's, uh, you know in the book, I've got <clears throat> Saf Brew T58, but, you know, it's, it's, it's really, don't, you know, if, you, if, if your choice is making no beer or using that, go ahead. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Then that's not a bad deal at all. <laughs> not at all. But uh, you know, if you have access to the liquid yeast, that's what you should be using, and uh, uh, those will those will work quite well. 
Um, what I like to do is start the fermentation uh, low and uh, let it ramp up. So I like to start at uh, 64 degrees Fahrenheit, 18 degrees C, and let the temperature rise slowly to about 68 degrees uh, or 20 degrees C over the course of a week. Okay. And then just let it finish out at, at 68. Like two weeks? So like a week at 68 then afterwards? Eh, it should finish up within about uh, you know, a week to 10 days. But okay. you know, if it doesn't, don't rush it. Just, you know, just let it sit there until it's, it's really, really done. Okay. Until it drops clear. And then, uh, then you know that, that you're ready to go ahead and transfer it. And uh, uh, you carbonate to about three to four volumes and a high level of carbonation. Real spritz, you notice, from the sample. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you let it age a little bit, uh, it really does improve things. Uh, I like to, you know, let it condition at a, you know, fridge temperatures for uh, for a while, and that helps. Uh, in the book, we talk about, uh, you know, one month at forty five to fifty degrees Fahrenheit, seven to ten degrees C. Hmm. And uh, I think you can do a lower. I think that's fine too. Is it drinkable right out of the fermenter? I'm sure it is. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, but it, but a month mellows it out. Yeah, a bit. some of those uh, alcohol, uh, those alcohols and esters and phenols, you know, you give them a little bit of time to kind of mellow out and kind of, uh, uh, you know, marry and they they change character and everything. You know, some of the sharp edges seem to get rounded off and hmm. it becomes a much more pleasant beer after a little bit of aging. Does temperature and CO two affect alcohol flavor um, or impression of alcohol? Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, temperature. You know, uh, you know, a colder beer versus a hotter beer. Right. You taste alcohol when it's hotter. Right. Um, and you know, CO2 will make that effect, but it doesn't really actually alter the alcohol, but you know, just the impression. Okay. So over time, the alcohol will change, huh. especially if there's a little bit of oxidation going on or things like that. Huh. You know, the the beer changes after a, a short period of time. So when your beers were in some freight company in Ohio for a day at 90 <laughs> degrees humidity. Yeah. That could probably affect the alcohol in those beers, maybe? Uh, well, you know, it affects a lot <laughs> of things. But I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't store this at 90 degrees run, rumbling around or 100 degrees rumbling around in a truck <laughs> for a day. Uh, not the way to go. But uh, that's, uh, you know, one of the things uh, about this is, Again, you know, let it sit, let it mellow out a little bit. I wouldn't uh, drink it right away, but you know, give it a month at like fridge temps, and it tends to round out a little bit, and uh, uh, makes a real nice beer. And, and I don't know if I, I said this, but the uh, reason for the uh, starting lower on the the temp and then building up, you want uh, kind of a restrained again uh, clove and uh, you know these other phenols, and you don't want it to be. Um, Excessive, over the top. This mm-hmm. is a fairly restrained Belgian beer. Because Stan Hieronymus talks about pitching 65, 68, ramping it up to 70, 75 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for most Belgians. And I think that's a good point that you just made because mm-hmm. you don't want that in this style because it would be too much. You know, if, if you start low enough and uh, you let it, uh, uh, you know, at least the first few days at a lower temperature, mm-hmm. you'd be all right to go higher from there. Okay. I mean, you could go pretty high and not really have a problem. Okay. And, um, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be uh, surprised if uh, Brew Like a Monk didn't have something you know, similar right. to this kind of uh, fermentation profile for, for you know, the style of beer. Is that common practice, though, in most Belgian brewing beer, that you are pitching cooler and you're letting the yeast slowly form, make its, you know, 
it's making esters, it's growing, and then you kind of let it just go high and just let it roll. Well, you know, there, yeah, you know, there's so many factors, and you know, some of these breweries they'll use, um, you know, they'll, they'll they'll pitch hot and you know go blasting right out of the gate and things like that. There's just a lot of factors involved. Mm. You know, the depth of the fermenters, uh, you know, the shape of the fermenters. You know, the yeast strain isn't exactly the same. You know, there's a lot of little factors involved sure. that result in a totally different fermentation. And so sometimes, you know, what we do as home brewers, yeah, it doesn't match what the pro brewers are doing. Right. That's because you're not using the same equipment, yeah. the same ingredients, the same you know, process. You know, it's all slightly different. And you sometimes you need to do something different in order to get the same result right. or a very similar result. Makes you think about your brewery a little bit differently. Right. Because right. your equipment can affect flavors. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, the the, uh, the pressure of a deeper fermenter uh, actually will, you know, reduce a lot of these characters and esters and things like that. Hmm. It'll um, actually reduce esters? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, it's like the uh, high-pressure you know, lager yeasts and, and uh, you know, finishing a, a lager faster is you can ferment a lager warmer if you ferment it under pressure. Right. Because the pressure suppresses and like all those ester uh, production and all that. Okay. So That's good to know. I mean, know. Well, I don't think it makes the best lager. Probably not, but if you, <laughs> you had to make do. Right. If you're a commercial brewer and you want to crank out a lager in a week, yeah. then, uh, yeah, that's, what, that's how they do it. You know, you, and, right. And they ferment it at, uh, you know, 60-some-odd degrees, and uh, huh. they... You know, keep it under you know a couple of psi, and it 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 uh, scrub it allows them. What well, allows them to uh, not scrub it out, but the yeast act behave differently. Oh wow! The higher the concentration of CO two, uh, the the less uh, you know esters the the yeast will produce. It's huh. good to know. Yeah, I gotta try that. <laughs> what if I can get like a log around a week at home? Yeah, That'd yeah. Be impressive. I'm sure you could. Okay, but again. It doesn't make the best lager out there. Probably not worth the time then. <laughs> right. Oh, no, it, experimentation always is. And if you're having fun at it. Yeah, exactly. That's fun. That's that's all that matters. Exactly. Right? All right. So let's take a uh, short break. And when we come back, we will uh, answer some questions and uh, maybe some from the chat room. Hi, I'm Sean O'Sullivan, the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Six years ago, Nico Freccia and I opened the 21st Amendment on 2nd Street with the intent of bringing back the local neighborhood brew pub. Well, the neighborhood has really changed over the years, but the 21st Amendment still remains a great place for people to meet over a terrific meal and a tasty pint of beer. In the past, the only way you could enjoy the 21st Amendment's handcrafted beers was at the brew pub. Well, all that has changed. Now, the 21st Amendment beers are available in cans. That's right, cans. When was the last time you had a great beer in a can? Well, that day has come. We're offering our world-famous watermelon wheat and 21A IPA in cans. Cans are a better package than glass because cans keep the beer fresher longer, but you can also take cans to places where bottles can't go, like the beach, lake, golf courses, and sporting events. So join us in the revolution to take back the can from the big breweries and crack open a cold 21A craft beer in a can. The 21st Amendment, 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from John. Park. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. And the new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. 
Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The The more beer beer deal deal of the day. day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. This Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. an amazing belch. Why, thank you. That was awesome. I'll tell you what else is amazing. I Justin? couldn't quite put my finger on when I walked in here today, it's but this place has never you... been so freaking clean. <laughs> I know. I went to rinse my, my glass out in the sink, and it was like glowing. The The, the white of the <laughs> sink was like lit up the room. Did you see, you, did you see the floor? Uh, yeah, it's shiny. It's shiny. Yeah, yeah I, 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 was, I, I didn't understand what was wrong with the floor when I walked in here originally. Yeah. I could actually see the floor, which was the most confusing part to start with. And then it had like a, a glossy sheen to it, like it was actually clean. I've been laying down the law lately. I don't know. You may have noticed under the filth over the last couple of years coming here, <laughs> we actually have we rent a beautiful home yeah you do it's lucky well, not, not because we can afford a beautiful home but uh, because well, the guy now, who owns it's our friend now it's much nicer but <laughs> you know but like beauty was in the eye of the beholder before you know? before exactly well but so under the filth there's this actually really nice house that we have and it's just been a big it's been a disaster so i've been no good I've been, for you we've been laying down the law i'm like look at this is disgusting. I gotta wear my uh, galoshes when I go yeah. through the, from my room to the to the studio. Yeah, that's not now, right. Now I didn't look, didn't really notice because I've been used to the door being missing off the stove. Uh huh. Has it been replaced? I, I, I'm in the process of replacing. Oh, okay. I have to. It's on order. See, I, it probably if it, it really? had been replaced, that would I would probably passed out in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, the whole kitchen emergency go, room. What's going? Yeah, our door, the, our oven door has been missing for two and a half years. Yeah, since since <laughs> I've been missing? coming here, yeah, <laughs> just just gone. It fell off one day and awesome. never got put back. It broke. <laughs> Sam broke it and never yeah, fixed it. Um, I'm working on it. I'm doing. There are several. Uh, it's baby steps for this house right now. <laughs> well, it looks awesome. <laughs> Fixing a lot of things. Thank you. I'm glad you noticed. Oh, yeah, it smells some. better in here too. Yeah, it does smell better. I'm feeling better. <laughs> I'm doing it for you guys too. You cut like, as we run a business out of here. Yeah. People have to come in and feel comfortable. Yeah, look, see, we're clean. The giant jug of san- hand sanitizer right there. Yeah, it's also been getting used. Yeah, it has. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, my lord, lordy, lord, lord. Yes. So, can I throw a question at you? Sure. You mentioned to use aromatic malt in this. Uh huh. Why? What does that bring? In I mean, aromatics. <laughs> Okay, let me it, ask brings, it brings in some some you know uh, some background melanoid type of uh, you know malty characteristics. Does it contribute to the honey impression? Potentially. Uh, yeah, in a way it could. Yeah, yeah. Um, more for kind of the the base malt background, and I think uh, you know a half pound. Uh, you know, depending on the malts you're using, I mean maybe that's too much. And you want to cut back, but 
If you're brewing with extracts, most extracts, I think, you know, half pounds probably about right. Okay. Yeah, if you're using a, a, a continental pilsner malt and you're all grain brewer and it's you know got a really rich pilsner malt character to it, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, or maybe it's kilned a little darker or something like that, maybe you drop the aromatic. If you want to do something like a decoction mash or something like that, you drop the aromatic. Okay. Yeah. But single infusion, though. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I I like a little bit in there. Just makes you think as a brewer, you know. I mean, yeah, it's it's optional. Okay, it's optional. Okay, that's all right. Well, could you use lemon or orange zest in this beer? No, no, no. Would it be a whipped beer at that point? It would be Something? a fruit beer. A fruit beer. And I know how much you like fruit beers. There's no <laughs> spices added to this. Okay. There are no fruits added to this. It's you know essentially pilsner malt, sugar, and yeast. Hey, that's, that's, not you know, that's that's the classic <laughs> recipe right there. Yeah, this is a Justin Cross recipe. And yeah. well, and that then that's that's traditionally how you would make it, right? Exactly. And then you know, I throw in a little wheat malt for you know a little better head retention, a little kind of breadiness, and uh, and uh, a little aromatic. You know, try and dress it up a little bit, being the home brewer that I am. Right. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> She you know, otherwise, you know, it's it's like, you know, a, a one-half edition, Pilsner malt, sugar, and yeast. Yeast. Mm-hmm. Straight ahead. Go get them. Yeah. Rip them. And, and you can make a, an awesome example of that this way. But, uh, you know. Are you mashing dry in this beer? I mean, like 145? Yeah, 150. 150? Yeah. You can huh. go lower. You could. Yeah. That'd be okay. I mean. Yeah. I, I don't think, generally you wouldn't need to, because you got quite a bit of cane sugar in there as well. Sure. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fairly dry. Okay, you need a dry enough finish. Well, there's no saws available anymore this year. Oh yeah. So um, there's some substitutes that you could probably use would be Sterling. I mm-hmm. don't know if you use them or uh, Liberty maybe. Uh-huh. What do you think about those? Liberty Mountain Hood. Would that, be, would that yeah. be good? Sure. Okay. If you're stuck, uh, Halatau is Halatau. If you can you still get Halatau. Uh, it's really low alpha, one and a half. So Vanguard's a replacement for Halatau. Yeah. Well, one and a half will work. <laughs> it's a lot of freaking holotel. Now I gotta ask you this: We brewed uh, one of my coworkers. Now, now, now hold on, I must tell everyone in Radio Land what's that? When John says, "I gotta ask you this," I'm never sure if the question is gonna be beer related or something else. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. That's how it keeps you on your toes. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> makes for good radio, I guess. Makes me dance. Yeah, it does. You know, dance, boy, dance. dance. Rawr. Um I forgot what I was gonna ask you. Sorry. Uh, Vanguard. Halt- oh. People come in the store. Uh, IBUs. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, employee of mine. Brewed a Kolsch. Uh-huh. Tons of Holotower to hit his IBUs. It was a one and a half alpha oh, yeah. Holotower. Yeah. And he used like so eight really ounces or a pound it. for a five-gallon batch. Yeah. It ends up too vegetal and you taste and it. And it's bitter. Yeah. And it's vegetable. Now, yeah. as a home brewer. You're getting some tannins in there as well. Oh, so you've over you've ex, you've done way too much. You're getting tannin extraction from all that 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 hot matter. Okay, that's, so that's probably also what's what's being in there. Yeah. So those computer programs, then, even though they say, "Oh yeah, you hit your alpha," you're right. Keep in mind, you're using a pound for five gallons. Right. Right. That's not right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you're if you're standing on the the, the kettle trying to shove the, the, <laughs> the hops in, there's something wrong. Man. Yeah. You got a little too much. Okay. If uh, you're not making like a Pliny the Elder clone, <laughs> right? Uh, Pliny the Elder Kolsch. There you go. Yeah. Huh. That's good to know. Yeah. That's been bothering me for months, so I'm glad you know we get to resolve that problem. Is, was that Jesse? No, it was Mike. No, another guy. So I ran into Jesse when I bought the uh, the beers for tonight. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look out for him. 
Night shift. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's brewing three times a week, that guy. Sweet. Oh, yeah. There you go. He's got the fever. He's got the big fever. He's on <laughs> a goat mission. Get a job. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Get a job at more beer, and that's, that's, <laughs> that's what, what, you do. what you can do. Yeah. <laughs> You're paid to brew. <laughs> I want, you know, I, I got to imagine that there's probably something similar going on at our at our, uh, our great sponsors, Northern Brewer. Probably. You know? I, bet, I bet you they, they got the same thing going I found on. out. Yeah. They have a brew system on site. Yeah. Chris in England brews every weekend on that thing. Nice. Yeah. There you yeah. go. See? That's it. And guess what? They want to get one of more beer sculptures. Check it out. There you go. There you go. Hey, if you're brewing a bunch, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And well, didn't didn't the Brewing Network just get a sculpture? Coming Rumor in, has it? Or? Coming in Thursday. Oh, yeah? Shat and I are going to brew our first batch Thursday. What are you brewing? You know, I didn't know, but now that I've had this Lefe uh, Belgian Blonde... I, I was thinking either that or somebody in the chat room during the show actually suggested that it might be a good time for us to start thinking about our Oktoberfest mm-hmm. and brewing an Oktoberfest beer, which I thought was a pretty good idea, too. Or you do the Belgian uh, blonde and mm-hmm. we'll sour half of it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Good, good chat. Dirty, dirty. <laughs> Look at chat talking <laughs> dirty to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't brewed in seven months, I think, so I'm I'm looking forward to Thursday Whew. brewing the new system. Born again, brewing. and Jamil was telling you know chat before the show how you you know you got to adjust your equipment, you got to mm-hmm. get reused to things. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like diff- it's not going to make matter. a difference in my beer. So I, I'm just you like go down to Sierra Nevada, start start pushing buttons and throwing things in, or you know go back to the pickle buckets, and it's pretty much the same. It's all coming out the same. <laughs> so I feel like I don't have any weight on my shoulders, whereas Chat's got a bunch of work to do. I just have to stand around and, uh, you know, brew another beer. That's all. Uh, So we got any questions from the chat room? We do. I got a couple for you. Uh, First was kind of a shout-out. Straight Cash Homie in the chat room wanted you to know, Jay-Z, that he is now in the process of brewing your Lefty Blonde. Oh. Right right now. He's he's doing it as the show is happening. That's awesome. Doing your Lefty Blonde. See, I think when that happens... It's like I, you know, you're crying. An angel gets its wings, type of thing, you're and you end up. Uh, yeah, it, the the beer turns out perfect. Yes, I can fly high. As long as he's he's playing the show, so so the beer can hear. Yes, uh, while it's being brewed. Because if it can't, then it's the opposite, and every time that happens, a little fairy dies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I got a request. You are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> It'll take me a second. Let me get okay. through these questions. Uh, someone had asked uh, about your recipe. If the recipe was a uh, was larger. Would this be a, a strong golden or a, or a triple? I mean, is it almost the same? You just beef it up. Uh, it gets pretty pretty That's close, I think. Yeah. And the uh, the strong golden uh, again, it's it's pilsner and uh, cane sugar. Okay. So the difference is a little bit of aromatic and uh, uh, a little bit of wheat malt. And in the smaller beer. Um, uh, you know, you don't get as much uh, malt character from the base malt because you're using less base malt. So, you know, a little bit of aromatic. Uh, you know, I think you could go. I think you could bo- do both. You could, uh, you know, brew up maybe, uh, uh, you know, eight gallons of the strong Belgian Golden Strong, and then take uh, you know three gallons and water it down a little bit and ferment it as the as the blonde, and ferment the other five as uh, the strong. Okay, and I think you'd be just fine. It's it's pretty close. It's uh, you, know, you got more IBUs in the in the strong, but again, that's because um, uh, you know higher starting gravity. Uh, the the thing is, um, you know, if you add water, you know, you also cut the IBU, so it'd be all right. Okay, 
And then the other uh, just kind of conversation going on in the in the chat room about sugar types. Mm-hmm. And they they kind of wanted you to be a little more specific. There was some confusion. Is is candy sugar the same thing as beet sugar? Uh, things like that. What specifically kind of a Belgian sugar should they be using? Yeah. I wouldn't use the Belgian candy sugar, that uh, that light stuff. Okay. The light Belgian. You're wasting your money. Just use um, whatever is the cheapest sugar on sale at the grocery store. Like sugar you would put in, you know, Cookies. on your cereal or... Yeah. Really? The same sugar I put in my coffee is... Yeah, that's, that's the sugar to use. For this style? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for, for most Belgians. Okay. Unless you need something that has a really high, you know, needs some flavor and character. Because the, the, the candy sugar stuff, it doesn't really have any flavor. And, you know, the type of sugar that they're using... You know, in Belgium, a lot of times it's just beet sugar because beet sugar is cheap there. Here in in the U.S., uh, we've been you know taught to believe that you know cane sugar is better than beet sugar because you know C and H makes the cane sugar. We're close to Hawaii, that whole thing, and uh, that's fine. And and I'm sure there's there's flavor differences, but it's so insignificant in a beer like this that uh, just use whatever's the cheap sugar at the grocery store. Okay. All right, that's it from the guys. They were uh, agreeing with uh, the commercial example, some of them, that they really enjoyed it, and uh, just talking about the beer. So that's it. It's all yours. Go. All right. <sighs> Focus. Breathe. Focus. Original Gravity, 1065, IBU 25. And uh, for an extract brewer, use a Pilsner, Pilsner liquid malt extract. Uh, seven and three quarter pounds, or three point five one kilograms. You're going to use uh, one and a half pounds, point six eight kilograms of a plain uh, table sugar, and uh, wheat liquid malt extract, one pound, or point four five kilograms. And you can drop that out if you don't want to go to the trouble of, of doing a pound of wheat extract. That's fine. Just replace it with base pilsner. Uh, your steeping grains would be aromatic, a half pound, or two twenty seven grams. If you're an all-grain brewer, you are going to go with 11 pounds or 5 kilograms of continental Pilsner malt. Uh, you are going to use a half pound or 227 grams of wheat malt. And then you'll also use the half pound aromatic, the uh, cane sugar, and you will mash at uh, 150 degrees Fahrenheit, 66 degrees C. And you're going to do a 90-minute boil. Very important on that because of the Pilsner malt that's involved. Your hops are going to be a Halitau or something noble like that. Or if you can't get that, Liberty, Mount Hood, or acceptable substitutions. Uh, 160-minute edition, 1.6 ounce, 45 grams, to to target about 25 IBUs. Yeast is going to be White Labs WLP 500 Trappist Ale or uh, Y Yeast 1214 Belgian Ale. And uh, you ferment about 64 degrees Fahrenheit, 18 degrees C, and let that slowly rise over a week to 68 degrees Fahrenheit or 20 degrees C. Carbonate to about 3 to 4 volumes. And uh, that should that should do it right there. Hey? Mm, nice. And Sounds don't forget, uh, if you uh, enjoy this programming, you enjoy this show, one, you want to contact Northern Brewer, let them know you enjoy the show, you appreciate their sponsorship, maybe buy a thing or two from them. Exactly. Maybe buy a whole bunch of things from them. Brew, brew a whole bunch for yourself. Uh, get yourself a, a BYO subscription in the uh, go to the Brewing Network store. Buy BYO subscription and uh, Brew Your Own is very generous in uh, sharing the revenue with uh, the Brewing Network. Uh, I do a style col- profile column there every month. 
It's kind of like the show, but in more detail, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And without the kidding around, unfortunately. Yeah. And you can also uh, sign up for the AHA. Become an AHA member. Get Zymergy. Get discounts. See John and I at the next conference here in oh, uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. Hometown. Huh? Hometown. All righty. I'm ready. <laughs> Good show, John. Bruce Strong. Bruce Strong.